0: I'm Bill Hoverston, an actor, writer, producer, stand-up comedian, and the host of But You're Not Funny, a podcast for young-at-heart boomers and boomers-to-be looking to live happier and healthier lives. Welcome to But You're Not Funny podcast. I'm Bill Hoverston, and my guest today is Naveed Hamid. Navid is a filmmaker and the founding director of Kahani Suno, and in English that means tell a story. He's a digital storyteller, which means he doesn't just gather you around the campfire and uh, <laughs> tell you in person. He records, edits, and presents a story digitally. So Navid is also a peace activist. I met you a few years ago when you spoke to the Mastery Circle, Los Angeles, and presented your work, and I was very, very impressed. So, Navid, welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at some of your work, uh, which is online. We're going to give some information to people later how to see your work. One of your videos is called Framing Inspiring Stories, and it's smartphone videos presenting different points of view from mostly young people. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Young people, and particularly women. Great. So, the idea that you have is to put technology, smartphones, In the hands of young people, and particularly women, and particularly people from disadvantaged or vulnerable communities, so that they can tell their stories and lead to greater acceptance and empowerment. Yeah, absolutely, uh, Bill. Thanks.
1: First of all, thank you so much for inviting me, and it's honor for me uh, to connect with you, to talk with you. And I still remember the time I had at Mastery Circles, and uh, that was the first time we met. And I really acknowledge two people, Mary Grace Gleason, and she supported us through donations through their mentorship over the years. And even Mastery Circle uh, supported us in time to time when we need. And the second, my mentor and my biggest power, Ruth Brody Sharon. She is mentoring me, uh, you know, over six years now. And Great. I'm really grateful for that. So we tell stories of people. Yeah. we portray we
0: portray human relationships. You're a filmmaker and when most people in the. US hear filmmaker and Pakistan, uh, South Asia, the image in their heads might be Bollywood. you know mm, yeah. with absolutely uh, big productions, musical, very commercial and you're rather than fantasy it's reality.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We are not producing commercial films. Uh-huh. We are creating stories, which, you know, on a serious issues. But entertainment is also one of the, the key factor, small stories, visual stories. You can create stories mm-hmm. uh, with your pocket device. Everyone has a mobile phone.
0: Amazing. And
1: everyone has a social media access. And that's the power in your
0: head. So yes. you can tell your stories. Naveed, your mission, as I understand it, is peace. And you also, in the process, you you put your life on the line. You do good for vulnerable communities. You promote peace and tolerance through your documentary films. And you conduct workshops for organizations which are working for peace harmony, and minority rights. People might wonder, how can I make a difference? What can I do?
1: I relate this question to my life story, why I'm doing this. Yes. My childhood has faced discrimination because we are living in a country where 97% are the majority Muslim community and only 3% are the minorities, including Hindus, Christians, Sikhs, and other minorities. Right. So in this minority, uh, you know, uh, you have to be very strong. So yes. that was a struggle in my childhood. But the time my mother took a decision and then
0: I got education. Uh, from your biography, uh, and just this is kind of restate. Whoa, we lost your light there. Oh my God you're in the dark now <laughs> yeah. it's very it's very scary. Is this going to be a horror movie? Oh yes. oh, oh <laughs> no. I'm already getting scared here. <laughs> oh no that's uh, we need to
1: wait for five minutes and then I will do something but it's very unusual. The power you know half uh, today. It's Uh not happening all the day, but, you know, it's very certain. It's very strange if that Uh happened. Can you give me a five minutes so I can check
0: that? Yes, yes, please. Take your time. Come. Oh, Oh. that's... There we are. Ah, (laughs) That's perfect. Well, you know... Okay, let's start. We're talking about filmmaking, and uh, gosh, that's amazing. All you have to do is just cut the lights, and suddenly uh, a very straightforward conversation Become something mysterious. <laughs> something yes. Like a horror movie. <laughs> but your life actually began in a very interesting way. If I can pick up from your biography, what I learned that you were born in a small village uh, to a poor family where no one could read or write. And you were the first member of your family to attend university. And your father worked a low income job and he was He was opposed to you getting a higher education. Your father thought if you got an education, you'd really be able to clean up, but not in a good way. He thought you'd be limited to being a janitor because of the discrimination in the society. And you were able to go to Foreman Christian University in Lahore, Pakistan. The, The flip side was that your childhood Muslim friends because of this, stopped playing with you uh, until you would convert to Islam. Yes, yes. Okay. So you had this incident while you were in university. In 2009, this horrific incident that happened, what was that?
1: Yeah, it was a time for my wake-up call. And uh, I was a student of media and peace building. I have a course to complete uh, a one documentary to present at the end of the course, fortunately uh, for my opportunity and unfortunately for our community and uh, for our Pakistan. So it happened, violence and extremist group destroyed the 75 plus houses of Christian community on the basis of blasphemy, and the basis of, you know, violence in the name of religion. Mm. And eight people weren't alive in that particular, you know, incident. So I got an opportunity from a one nonprofit organization to make a documentary. So I went there, I was with my colleague and I still remember well that time when I was interviewing, Uh, one person in the same home where blood and sweat and explosive material, you know, mixed together and gave a very nasty smell. So I was there and I suddenly hear the crying voice of uh, a seven to eight years old girl. So I just, you know, stopped my, camera and recording. And then I went to the very next door of that home and I heard and I saw, and that was my turning point. That was my wake up call. And I flashbacked easily to that time. And it echoed in my ears, still very fresh. Mm. She was saying, and she was saying with pain, they destroyed my toys and they are coming to destroy me. Mm. She was talking about the extremist mob. Right. So that one sentence changed my whole life. And uh, at that day I decided that I need to do something. I need to do something which can be a beneficial for both communities. Yeah. And, you know, the, I also went through the same uh, circumstances like discrimination I, at my home, at streets, at, you know, my, my, my whole society. But she was, you know, in a great pain because she uh, didn't know that her parents, they lost their lives. And I believe at that time, the filmmaking is one of the strongest mediums. storytelling is one of the best to, to, to bridge gaps and reconciliate compassionate and forgive people. Beautiful. That day, it was a big day for me.
0: So that was a, that was a, a a really changing moment uh, in your life. And it led you to. Your mission to create peace and understanding, and by using uh, digital storytelling. You've produced uh, 12 documentary films, 16 short videos, and 50 interview based videos of leaders from religion, academia, media, peace activists, and diverse youth in collaboration with national and international organizations. You've had these documentaries uh, screened at different film festivals, and you won local and national awards. You've written scripts for the national TV channel. You were awarded in 2015 the South Asia Initiative for Young Leaders Award. In 2016, you were awarded the U.S. State Department's prestigious The Emerging Leaders of Pakistan Fellowship which consisted of a three-week residential exchange program in the US. In 2017, you were awarded the Christian Youth Role Model Award. Uh, That was from your community. And then in 2018, you were selected for the United States Institute of Peace. You were a Generation Change Fellow. That's quite a few honors, uh, Naveed. But have you experienced any sort of uh, physical danger in the work that you're doing?
1: Absolutely. Yes. Being a minority in Pakistan and being a Christian in Pakistan, there are a lot of challenges. And being an activist, because we are all the time raising voices for justice, voices for peace, voices for equality. So wherever you are, if you are raising voices, you are in big danger. Mm. it's not uh, particularly it's not important you are living in Pakistan, US, Libya, Syria, you know, wherever you are in the world, if you are raising voice, you are on stake and your life is in danger. So as we are in Pakistan and uh, we are sometime talking about very sensitive issues like religious violence, mm. like issues that separate the minority from the majority like uh, issues that particularly related with the women. So uh, most of the time we have to be very sensitive on that issues and we have to, to think about it again, because I have worked on Gotra incident, Joseph Kaluni, Johanabad inc- incidents, All Saints Church of uh, Peshawar. These were all incidents which were, you know, based on religious violence. And uh, most of them, uh, done by a uh, suicide uh, bombers. Yes. Mm. So when you worked on such issues, you are, uh, you know, in a big uh, danger. And sometimes we, uh, you know, have to be very uh, resilient, very strong, very brave. And we have to, to come up with the friends who are m- from Muslim community, so they can uh, you know shield us uh thanks god we have a very good community here in pakistan Sometimes, whenever i i felt some problem they are with me if, even in my team they are with me so most of the time we've you know we faced so many challenges regarding our work even it's from extremist side and from the other side and will i i, I might share here the the area where i belong as a small town, my area is, uh, belongs to an extremist group, mm. and people from uh, extremist ideology is here. Oh. So it's very difficult, and sometimes I faced, uh, you know, threats, and sometimes I faced so many challenges. But you know, our mission is to move forward.
0: Yes. So you put smartphones in the hands of, particularly youth from different communities, different backgrounds, maybe they're vulnerable in some way, their story needs to be told to promote understanding. And some of the videos your group has created, I wanted to just mention a few of these. I had a chance to look at one called Women on Wheels, where a mother becomes a cab driver in order to provide for her children. In the United States, it's you you do what you got to do. However, she was rejected by her family because a woman driving brings dishonor to the family. Is that correct?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. In our society, women are not allowed to work, uh, particularly in our middle class, lower middle class families. Because mm. our society has a different tiers. So our society divided into different lower middle, middle, religious, you know. Yeah. So these are the backgrounds.
0: We, in India, we know that they, for many, many years, have had a caste system. Does that apply to Pakistan also?
1: Absolutely. We have a caste, caste system. We have even a economic system, religion, you uh-huh. know. So different uh, status over here and people belongs to a different group as, as well. Mm. So that's very uh, difficult for uh, communities like that. And we have a myth and stereotype that women need to stay at home and take care of the household. Society are not allow her to go out and work like a man.
0: And what, are so do? That story. Yes,
1: what are you gonna
0: do? What are you gonna do if you don't have the money? I mean, yes, it's just Absolutely. I mean, she found a way, but it was it made it really tough. So telling that story, people might start to think and say, Well, why can't she work? How else will she provide for her children? In other words, some of the other stories that impressed me, one was called a plate of empathy, which was anti-discrimination in. The serving of food of all things. There was one called My Identity Unidentified. Uh, It's a transgender woman's story. There was Each Drop Counts. And this is about awareness of people wasting water in a country where there are water shortages. So maybe getting people just to think, just to think about that. Madrasa for peace building, all of these uh, kind of speak to your mission don't they yes
1: absolutely uh, bill I, I'm going to share with you the background of why we are doing this yes actually I I was in, in a in a van and uh, and we have equipment traditional equipment as you know the DSLR and the other cameras and uh, I left my you know the battery of camera at my home okay and I was helpless at that time and i was away from home about 30 kilometers and it was a time when the i have to interview one of the person and at that time i i in 2017 i thought about it what if i have a camera in my pocket and i just come up with that camera and interview and at that day i decided to why not i utilize my camera my mobile camera to interview so i replaced my dslr which was a problem of a battery and i took an interview on my mobile and when i came back home i thought about it that's how easy it is that you are bringing your camera your device all the time yeah. and you working on it there are the young people young storytellers young filmmakers young peace activists young uh, you know community voices that needs to be that device and we need to tell them how they can capture their stories through the cell phone as you know in all production content is a king and uh, you mobile phone and social media revolutionized everything and revolutionize the storytelling as
0: well. You know, Naveed, in the U.S., little kids have for years now been taught to fear strangers. And they came up with an expression called stranger danger because the stranger represents danger. We could also think of the stranger as the other with a capital O, that's somebody who's different, and there's danger, but I wanted to focus right now on this concept of the stranger. You're a Christian, and so in the Bible, in Matthew 25, 35, Jesus says, for I was hungry, and you fed me. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me into your home. So, Naveed, you take this to heart, I believe, in your work to raise awareness and empower disadvantaged communities, even at personal risk to yourself. You have experienced some moments of fear when faced with danger, and your mission is to help a stranger in danger.
1: Uh, yes but i believe once we talk with them they are not strangers so it's very important if you want to know something from a stranger from anybody you have to sit with him you have to eat with him you have to spend time with him so once you do that he and she will not be a stranger anymore
0: there's also a stereotype that some Americans carry of a person from the Middle East or South Asia, or uh, let us say from cultures where turbans are worn. Person like that is being suspect or other with a capital O, or possibly a terrorist. And there's kind of this subconscious fear that too often uh, is experienced, at least by people in this country, would you say how your work of getting these digital stories out there might be able to to help that condition? And now you froze. <laughs> that was a tough question, I know. I see, I see you though, but you froze. So we will wait. Hey, you're back again. (laughs) You know, it's. I tell you, it's interesting. We are dealing with the conditions that we are given. And you and I today are dealing with electricity outages, with dogs barking, (laughs) and yet we push through and we make things happen regardless. And don't you find that you are having to do that in these digital storytelling productions yeah,
1: uh, we overcome uh, with these, uh, you know, hurdles. First of all, we create, uh, you know, script, and then we have to shoot it, and then we have to to make a one story, and then put it on our social media. Mm-hmm. So everybody has a cell phone now. Majority in Pakistan, especially in youth, sixty-seven percent in Pakistan is a youth. And that they are utilizing their cell phones and social media, especially the Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. So these are the best platform to build opinion, to share your story.
0: You know, uh, Naveed, in 2014, there was a young Pakistani girl, Malala, who was the youngest person to receive the Nobel Peace Prize. Yes. So obviously there is some very important work going on.
1: Yes, yes. I salute her and I pray for her, for Mm. her bravery and work. And she is working globally now, the piece of uh, girls' education.
0: Great. That's beautiful. Okay, we are going to take a short break right now. And when we come back, I'm going to ask you some questions about your work. This is Naveed Hamid on But You're Not Funny podcast, and we'll be right back. This is But You're Not Funny. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit our website, butyourenotfunny.com. And we're back. My guest today is Naveed Hamid and he's sharing with us how to help a stranger in danger. Welcome back Naveed.
1: Thank you so much.
0: What so you had a you had a thought on uh, a stranger in danger and tell us please what that was Naveed.
1: Strangers are only the strangers we haven't met yet. So this is the answer.
0: Wow. So a stranger is only a stranger until you meet them.
1: If you share story with uh, with them, and if you listen their story, they are not okay. no more strangers. Because you feel empathy, you feel compassion, and you feel yourself in the other shoes, like. So that's why stories are so important, and stories create bridge.
0: This is This is a great takeaway for our audience, whatever their background. And if you meet someone, they're a stranger, you don't know, maybe you wonder, maybe you have a little apprehension or fear or whatever, once you share your story, once they share their story, then you can possibly find some commonality here and some point of agreement and common experience and then you're no longer strangers. Did Is that a good description? You're frozen again. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I stunned you with that description and that's why you're frozen. That's what it is. <laughs> Hi, Navid, oh man, oh man, we've we've had. I know the reason that you disappeared. Uh, apparently, yeah. it was you had to go feed the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet them down. <laughs> Absolutely, Navid, this has been an incredible experience today. I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. There are so many ideas hopefully that people will have and get inspired about ways to tell their story and through telling their story and hearing other stories hopefully there will be fewer strangers out there in the world. Navid, your work is so inspiring. Can you share with our audience your website information and how they can connect with you? Yeah. Uh, Bill, uh,
1: first of all, thank you so much for inviting me. Such a pleasure to have you to share, and and uh, the story of today's, you know, problems, issues, oh. challenges. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a great, you know, struggle. But overall, we done it, and I'm I'm grateful. So people can contact us through our website www. K a h-a-n-i-s-u-n-a-o dot o-r-g so it's a kahani sunao dot o-r-g and we have a youtube channel with the same name kahani sunao so you can contact us by you know website on a youtube and by facebook and we are welcome our uh, new friends new storytellers, people who are ready to learn, to hear, to watch uh, our different part of stories and global neighbors. So we are here to share with them.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Naveed. This has been another episode of But You're Not Funny podcast. You can hear us on all audio podcast platforms, And you can see us on YouTube. Until next time, have a beautiful, incredible day. Bye.
1: Thank you so much. Bye.
0: (laughs) It says goodbye, too. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Oh, great. Thank you so much, Naveed. Thanks for listening to But You're Not Funny. Please subscribe on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Bill Hoverston. You can see my work at BillHoverston.com. It's been a pleasure.